0: oh my gosh it has been so long so i want to say welcome back thank you guys for having me again um i can only apologize for having such a long break but um i have gone through a few things like i said um these are kind of live and right to the point um and for me these are going on while I'm still on my journey. I have not completed it and going back through it and um you know some of the things I've relayed to you in the previous episode uh, the previous season was to lay the groundwork so you can see some of the things that I've learned in that earlier stages what I went through to break myself out of it. Um and it's it's been a while for me to figure this out, and it's a daily thing that I'm doing. So um, I do appreciate you guys is um, hanging in there, waiting um, to see when I, you know, put out another episode. Um, but I do believe that I will be on a more consistent path, if nothing else. So um, I do appreciate all the indulgence that you guys have offered me. Um, but to get the season two, wow, we are in season two, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's big to me. Um, I my divorce has gone through. I've you know I'm I'm in a different place altogether, you know, and um, and a more positive outlook, even when I look back on some of the. Stuff that has gone on. I'm trying to find the lesson that I needed to learn through it. Um, the, you know, the points in life that, you know, we can't beat ourselves over going, well, I wish I would have. I should have done this or could have done that. Like they say, the wish, you know, should have, would have, could have. Okay? Um, they can be the death to us. And we have to really focus on how do I get to the next point. And you need a reminder, look back, think about it. Man, what was it? What was it like three, six months ago, a year ago, two, three, four years ago, five years ago? I mean, some of the stuff I look back on, which was only say even a year ago, you know, or a year and a half ago. I life was so, so very different. And all I can do is one of the best things I feel I can do is give what source that I was seeking and the type of things that I look for when I was going through, especially the early stages, because the earlier stages of trying to decide, like from the moment you realize hey, this is abuse this isn't just me thinking I'm, you know, being slightly you know, this just isn't going well, no, this is way beyond that And those of of you who are going through it or seeing it, you realize this is a lot more than just, oh, well, he didn't like the dinner I made last night. So, you know, he kind of nipped at it. But I did put way too much salt in it or whatever, you know. Um, Those things happen in life, you know. And it's not because you're a bad mother or a bad anything. It's just simply, hey, it wasn't your day, (laughs) okay? Even professional athletes, they have their days where things just don't go well okay so i want us all to kind of help ourselves by when we see or feel like i'm just having a terrible day i can't stop crying you know i stop off at this i see a picture of him or you know i keep ruminating so i keep thinking of different things or how see it was my fault or see if you would have you know get your mind off of it Leave the room, listen to music, play something, read something. Just do something other than what you're doing. Because your brain is like stuck. It's like a record. And it's stuck on that. And you gotta unstick it. And I know some of us was records are not exactly our thing. <laughs> okay. But it's just plain and simple. I mean, CDs did the same thing, but CDs, it was done for, okay. But when you get stuck in that one frame of mind, it will play itself over and over again. You know, just like the abuse was over and over and over again. And I don't know about you guys, but I know my abuser, he got stuck in like one mode and he couldn't get past one mode. So it seemed like it was the same things half the time being said over and over again. We have to get away from that. And one way to undo that. Talk to yourself. You talk to yourself more than anybody else. Nobody else is going to hear more. Of what you have to say. Or or what goes on in the world. Than your brain being inside your head. You have control of where your mind goes. You know. And we got to make sure we steer that. So when we start feeling bad. Do something to make you feel good. And like I said. It could be something as simple as. Bake yourself a cake. You don't have to eat it. You can if you want, but you know, it. You know, just do things that you enjoy. Go for a walk. Go for you know anything. Go sit down on the porch. Go you know, just change the environment that you're currently in. You know, and the smallest thing could change an environment. A smell could change it. Sounds. Think of these things as, like. When you're dealing with an infant and you look at the amazement, and I don't know how many of you are mothers out there or have seen that just absolute elation, that happens When you turn on that mobile that that little infant baby loves, they love seeing the elephant go around. It makes a cute sound, you know. Oh, you know, they're full of that. Because why? You change the environment simply by pressing play. There's a visual change. There's an auditory change. There's a temperature change. Their body levels, their their temperature within their body will change. Whether they are happy, sad, or whatever. And that's even beyond whatever it is, just naturally. So deal with ourselves sometimes on that same level. You have to go back to your childhood, even through the healing process to find out, hey, you know, where did I get stuck where I felt this was okay for me to be treated that way? And as painful as that may be, it also enlightens the fact that we are nothing else but children in big bodies who think that we know everything, and we don't, (laughs) you know? We're learning constantly, just like when you were a child. You were learning all the time. And at some point in time, it stopped. And if you have trauma when you were a child, that's kind of where your maturity ends. And a lot of times when you are at your worst level of everything, and you kind of you lose it for a second. You freak out, as some people might say, or you... You just have one of those bad meltdown moments or days, you know. It's it's probably going to be associated if you look at that type of behavior and go, wow, that was like a 7-year-old or that was a 12-year-old moment or, you know, whatever. Why is it? Gosh, I felt like I was 2 yesterday. You know, all I could do was cry about nothing, you know. It happens. So I get over it. You process it. You let the tears out. You let them flow. You let them do what they're going to do. And that's a lot easier and a lot better than trying to... to. No, they, I can't cry. No. Yeah, I get pissed off every single time I cry. To this day. Okay? But I don't get angry pissed off. It's just... Fine. Let them go. Let them do what they got to do. Cry it out. And truly, let it go. And eventually... It will get to a point where you are letting things go. And you'll have so much more clarity. Thank you guys so much for coming back. Sorry for that break there. But you know, sometimes that's how it goes. <laughs> um, but one of the f- main focuses that I really would love. And one of the things that I've been focusing on lately. Um. Is like you're going to have setbacks. You know. And I don't care if it's. You've got some court thing that you're trying to deal with. Or you are in the process of moving out. Or you're in the process of trying to. You know trying to leave. Or trying to at least alter the situation. Or simply even trying to get a hold of somebody to speak to. You know. Whatever it is that's going on. We're all going to have some kind of setback. COVID-19. Great example. Okay. I don't know. You know what the end result will be. In the very end. Just like we don't know what or how. Our life will come to an end. Or the journey that we'll take. Or the people that we'll meet. Or the smiles and the joys in life. That we will gain by having the freedom. Of getting out of such an oppressive. Type of situation. And. One of the things that I feel, that I have found, is I feel like there was a lot of me that I lost. I lost who I was becoming because I was trying to conform to somebody else's ideology. Or somebody else's depiction of what I should or shouldn't do or be like or smell like or act like or you know look like or anything. Just everything. And you do have to rediscover yourself. Rediscover what you like. You're not sure about this. Try it again. It could have even simply been associated with the abuser that you were with. The reason why you didn't like something. Or the reason why you did like something. You know. I'm not saying everything was like that. But you have to regain yourself. you got to relearn. Where am I at? What do I like? What do I not want? But if nothing else... Look to see through this whole process, it shows you so many examples of what you don't want in life. And to me, that is huge. It's easy to figure out what you do want because it naturally kind of can come to you, especially on a like a rediscovery. I want to go dancing, I want to do this. Hey, do I want to, you know, go into a dance class? I do know. Okay. Try these things out. Try out yoga. Maybe it's something you never even tried, but now you're in a different position. And it's just like it's healing your back pain. And you're feeling stronger physically every day. And mentally, it's just so peaceful. Meditation, music, listening, you know, for me, listening to the word as well. I mix all these things together throughout my days. And it helps. It's it, it really, really does. And I just hope everybody is able to find those things that you want. Those things that bring joy. Um, even your work. If your work is just dragging you down, try and find Maybe something else that can bring you joy. Or joy within what that job is. Because if you're constantly going, oh, this is terrible, this is terrible. I want to leave, I want to go, I want to go. All day long, it's going to be the longest day that you work. (laughs) Just the way that goes. And it's like for me. During a pandemic, employment is so scarce. And it's so difficult to get it because now everybody's trying to get it. We thought we thought work was hard to get then. Well now it is, okay? But if you can find anything, and even if it's not your dream job, it's something you can do in the meantime. Find something you can pull joy out of. Because it will alter the way that you feel, the way that you be, the way that you live your regular life. It will help whether you find balance or not. You know, and I think one of the biggest things we can do is reach out to those loved ones. Reach out to our girlfriends. Reach out to our family, our, you know, your aunts, your uncles, your grandmothers, your nieces, nephews, friends. You know, just simply people we meet. Doctor you might have. You know, anybody you can talk to. Get a hold of domestic violence hotlines. Um, go online. Check out YouTubes. Check out the, the you know psychologists that they have all kinds of videos on. Listen to audiobooks. Read books. All these things are all sources that you can utilize for your own growth and development. And it also helps when you do see somebody else going through the same thing that you went through. To, if nothing else, say, hey, this is what worked for me. Or this didn't work, but it is always an option. And sometimes somebody just simply needs to hear what the options are. And they can figure out what, you know, because I know I was stuck in that mode of, man, I don't know what to do. Okay? And one of the biggest things I did was break in my silence. I spoke up. I said, hey, Help. Thank you guys for coming right back after our little break there. And I'm going to step on into um, a very important part of this journey. Um, And to me, after you've broken the silence, one of the biggest things is the healing after the abusive relationship. So once you have left the abuser, once you have found that next stage in your life, and it's going to feel like you're not sure if this was right, was it wrong, is it whatever. Okay? Um, I have found second-guessing more things than not. And it's just simply, it's the after-effect of the abuse. Um, you question everything, you... You could go into. Worry. Wor- worry. Wart. Wart wor mode. Like. In <laughs> not even a second. Okay. Um, you know. But you have to have faith. You're on this journey. Just. That's where. My. Balancing of life. With. Trying to have A spiritual, a physical, a mental balancing act. And they are all extremely important to each other. Because without one, the others will at least falter a little. Because you have to have the understanding on all aspects for it to work. You know, and um, we have to gain that sense of self that has been altered or even destroyed through this abuse they they've beat it out of you in one way or another whether it's verbally physically spiritually abusing you um you know they've abused your pet they've abused you financially they you know whatever cloak they used for this took away something from you and it's been altered You know, um, and they've even taken away your sense of safety. And that's one of the main reasons why you question everything. Because you found yourself in a situation that you convinced yourself was a good situation. And next thing you know, years later, or hopefully just months later, (laughs) if nothing else, you quickly find out wherever it is This is not normal This is you know And whether it takes you years Like myself And a lot of us are in that boat Where it took us years to get there You know because you were living your life Trying to do what you could Trying to make him happy Because that's what you felt That you needed to do And You trying Was the problem was them. And that's the part of what I was speaking about. Letting things go. Just let it go. You're going to have to recognize what happened. So you're going to have to rake through these. You're going to have to go through the leaves. And you're going to have to rake them up. And you're going to have a couple that are going to fly off. And it's going to hurt. But every time you have that pain. Every time you break down. Every time you come to another realization. Of another all of a sudden some memory comes back or some some feeling of emotion that you had when you're thinking of something or when you're even just smelling some kind of food or something. It comes along and it hits you. You know, go with it. Go through the process. You're gonna have to name what it is. It's abuse. Plain and simple. And personality traits of the abuser. The, these are things that added aspects to it. And I know for myself, narcissism is what he had. He's a narcissist. And that's what I was dealing with. And I was dealing with it before I even knew what that even was. You know? I And when I had heard it, I didn't really pay attention. It wasn't something I'd really dealt with. I didn't go around identifying people's personality traits. with. I just didn't do that. It's something I learned. And as I dug deeper into narcissism, the more I realized this is truly what he had. And I looked into all kinds of stuff. Like I said, my my journey started like five, six years before I actually ended anything. And I didn't realize that, that that it actually had begun. You know? Um, and for me, my education saved me in more ways than one. Because if it wasn't for my education then, it would never have opened up my eyes, at least not at that point in time in my life, to what I was actually dealing with. And that, naming what the situation was, naming the fact that I was dealing with, just even without me even realizing I was going through narcissistic abuse, I did not realize that that was actually me. I thought it was just, okay, he's a narcissist, we're going to, you know, I, just a matter of just redirecting the way that I I talk to them or that I handle things. Again, I thought I needed to fix the way I handled it. The way everything came on me and I truly felt that's where the answers were. And yes, it brought a lot of clarity for me. And it still does to this, to this very day. And it points more and more to the fact that I wasn't to blame. I was trying to survive, I was trying to swim, and I didn't know how to swim. All I knew was I was drowning. You know, and I was trying to reach to those I did you know that I could without letting them know what he was doing. And that is not a very easy thing to do. Um so to me you have to name it. You gotta name the abuse. I know I know I was dealing with narcissistic abuse. I was dealing with physical abuse. I was dealing with, with just a mental daily torment. And that is no way for anybody to live. And I hope for any of you, when you are going through any kind of abuse, you find a way to get out of it. Because that is the only way to end it. Because as long as they are involved with you being that prize... They're going to continue to try to abuse you in one way or another. And I just, I, I really do, I pray for everybody out there that you do find your way to freedom. Um, And one of the other things that you have to really realize is these abusers have lack of empathy. If they had empathy, they wouldn't be able to continue to abuse you the way that they do. They wouldn't talk to you the way that they do. They wouldn't mentally torment you. They wouldn't physically abuse you. They wouldn't hurt your your children. They wouldn't hurt your, your dogs or pets of any kind. They just wouldn't do any of these things. They wouldn't financially take advantage of whatever they're doing. They wouldn't spiritually beat you up. And claim like you're not doing your spirituality level of your life right. You know, who are you to tell me it's my spiritual, it's my body, my brain, my whatever, okay? But they do not have empathy. But yet, on the other aspect, they expect so much empathy to be brought on to them by you and everybody else. They can say or do all the mean things that they're flinging and. The moment you don't give them everything that they think they should be getting, hearing, or being done to them, that is where, you know, the abuser's possessiveness, their jealousy, their selfishness, it comes through. And we have to name these things. We have to go through these things so we can say, look, this is what I don't like. And when I see this, if there's a pattern, there's a reason for a pattern. It's because it happens more than once and it's not just twice this is a series of like there's a consistency going on it helps us to be able to view these red flags when we see and meet other people or meet a new person or get into a different situation you know take these lessons from what they displayed to you and say well I don't want to be with that kind of person then don't be you see red flags, call them out on it. From the jump straight, don't let them go. Don't let it just be, you know. And if it's not that kind of situation you want to be in, you also, just like you said, okay, we'll go on that date, or yeah, we can go and we we'll go hang out at the beach, or a group of friends. You guys want to go to, you know, some party or something or whatever's going on, okay? Just like you said, okay. You could also say no way. No, I'm, no, I'm good, you know. And most of all, find and recognize the safest way to remove yourself from the situation. That's key. Like I said, even in throughout the first season, you have to find and think about safety first. Because without the safety, you can't do anything else. You know, um, and you just have to be willing to do such things. Seek out your professional help. Um, you know, you got to find a way to cut the abuser out of your life. Go no contact, which is actually the best way, I find, because you're not dealing with them. They're not in your face. They're not reminders. They're not anything. They're just done, and you and you can continue to move on from there. You know, make your health top priority. Um, You have to make those doctor appointments. Eat the right food, you know. Drink your water and your liquids and your, you know. We have to think the only best way for us to reconnect with ourselves is to love ourselves. And yeah, eating is one of those things, you see, you know. And when we think back on some of this, oh, I'm not that strong. Oh, yeah, I am, whatever. To be perfectly honest, you survived an abusive relationship. For me, I can honestly say I survived a, a narcissistic, physical, abusive relationship. And from where I stand and everything I have heard, every single person who goes through any kind of abuse and survives that, you are one hell of a strong person. Because there was stuff you had to do that other people would never even imagine that that was even something that had to be done. And the only way that you know that is if you've actually gone through it. You wholeheartedly know what that is like. You know how you felt. You know how you dealt with it. You know how you feel now. You know how you deal with it now. Remember that strength that you have. Boast yourself up. You are your best friend. Do not rely on other people to give you the high fives and great jobs. And damn, girl, look at you. Look at where you've gone. You need to. Journal it down. Write it down. Record it. Something. It helps you to see the growth you've had over time. And it also is a healthy outlet for all those good and bad days that all of us are going to have. And I'm telling you, I started doing that, and it really has helped. I've associated pictures. When I'm having a good day, take pictures of yourself. I'm having, you know, I feel a little funny. I feel silly or whatever. Take those pictures. Remember those times. Jot it down. What brought you into that mode? What kind of music were you listening to? Make a playlist so that way when you go back through it, you can go, oh, my gosh, listen to this beautiful music. That I had going through my journey. And you be able to identify a good day and a bad day. Or just a uh, not so day. You know. Well I want to thank you guys all for joining me once again. This was just absolutely amazing. And like I said I will be recording much more often. Um, And like I said this is the new stage. So this is a new stage of freedom. So you know. That is the name of season two, new stage of freedom, and um, just remember you can always email me. If you guys come on, comment. You can, um, you know, so hopefully just go ahead and share anytime you can, um, and I hope all of you guys have a wonderful, balanced week, and a balanced day, a lovely day at that. And just remember, really.